the message is Jesus, and that will overwhelm me for every day of my life. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is Testimony Thursday. And we have a testimony from CBN of a lady and her husband who were struggling for nine years with infertility. And I struggled with that personally. Me and my husband did for many years. Well, many years ago, we struggled for a couple years. And I remember taking negative pregnancy test after negative pregnancy test. And I would cry and cry out to God and, and speak the word over my situation. And finally, one day, I felt like God said, just let go. Like, is it okay? Basically, just to let go and let him work and to trust him and stop worrying and stop trying to do it all on your own. And and that's exactly what I was doing, was trying to do it all on my own. I was speaking the word, which was good. I was building my faith and I was trusting him, but I was just struggling and strangling the life out of this whole situation because I just didn't trust. I didn't let go and let God run my life and trust that he was going to bring the promise to fruition at the right time. And that's exactly what happened with these people. They were struggling and trying and trying for all these years and nothing would take. And finally, they came to a place where they just let go. They stopped trying. And it was during that season that they just stopped trying that they found out they were pregnant and that things changed. Here's the testimony. It was probably nine years after we started trying. We were tired. I was tired of this journey. We probably started talking about having a family a year before we got married. Two years after we were married, we had just moved into our first home. And so we just thought, you know, let's fill these bedrooms. Two years in thinking, okay, maybe this isn't, you know, this is going a little tough. Five, four or five years in, then it starts to get really, really tough. Of course, when you start having friends who are having families around you, it becomes more and more evident. I went through a pretty low period wondering, you know, why does God give me this desire, but never a realization of the hope. The breakthrough was when I kind of threw up my, my hands and said, you know, this isn't about me. I don't want to stop living. I don't want to stop sharing in other people's joy. And so when I started to let go of the um, pressure to have a family, I really experienced what I would feel the love of God was. Proverbs 13, 12 says, utter, utter disappointment after disappointment. At the end of the day, after so much of it, you finally just look at each other and go, you know, we're either going to believe the promise Oh, we're going to go crazy. Hope doesn't die because you want it to. We decided to work with our fertility doctors to try IUI, which is artificial insemination. And then when that didn't work out, we decided we're actually going to take the summer off. What happened was actually a miracle. We got pregnant naturally. I still remember standing outside my garage and she comes out and she goes, I think I'm pregnant. So why don't you go take another test? Let's just confirm this. I probably took at least seven pregnancy tests because I didn't believe <laughs> that these, these sticks were actually telling the truth. It was August of 2009. 
when um, during one of our doctor's visits where we were to see the heartbeat of our baby, um, we went in and the baby was on the screen, but there was no heartbeat. And it was, uh, it was a pretty devastating moment. You were so overwhelmed by the, the tragedy and the disappointment that you can't, you can't see outside of that. I think, honestly, when you have Jesus living in the middle, um, in the middle of your marriage, he really sort of the, acts as, as the glue, the adhesive that keeps you together. If he's the promise keeper, then he's not going to leave us like this. And I just felt such faith. It was not myself and it wasn't Rose and she felt the same thing. What was interesting was this was a sign of hope. The fact that I had never been pregnant in, at this point it was nine years, there was something that was reborn in me. And we went back to our fertility doctor. Uh, we weren't planning on it, but I just kind of in the doctor's office said, hey, what if we try the IUI again? So when December 31st rolled around and the phone rang, we were pretty surprised. And the voice on the other end of the line just said, I, your test results came in and you're, you're pregnant. And there was a moment I was just almost afraid to breathe. It, it was so surreal. And there was just such, this is, this is God. This is, this is hope. Um, it was pretty incredible. It was two weeks later that we went in for our first ultrasound. And before she said anything, I see two little circles. I'm thinking, oh. The uh, doctor was looking at the screen and, and said, there were two babies. It was this overwhelming feeling of, you trusted us not with one, but two. It's just out of the realm of possibility when you want so much for so long to have one. It's, uh, <laughs> And really, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it's like eating an apple off the tree of life. They talked about high risk and all those things. And we just never ended up in that situation. Um, I never ended up on bed rest. I worked all the way up until the day before I gave birth and felt great. And we went in for um, our induction. But I just remember seeing our first son come out and eyes wide open. And then hearing from behind me, here comes the next one. And turning around and running back to the window and seeing Reagan come out, all arms and legs stretched out. It feels like I've been reborn in a sense. You feel like you now have a whole nother sense of the goodness of God. You're able to hold your babies in your arms and you realize everything was worth it. But it doesn't change the journey that you've come through. And, and I think that's God's way of helping us always to remember to be caring and empathetic to others. Elgin and Reagan aren't the message. The message is Jesus. And that, you know, probably will overwhelm me every day of my life, as long as I live. And I think um, I will forever be grateful for that. When you can point back to Jesus and make him the focus, and if you can find a way to anchor yourself to Jesus, 
you can weather anything. That was CBN Testimony, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under The Promise of Proverbs 13, CBN Testimony, if you go to YouTube. You can also find out more information about CBN and their ministry at their website, cbn.com. They have so many resources, so many testimonies, because every day they do a show called The 700 Club, and they have great testimonies of people overcoming things, people being healed, and it's just an encouraging show to watch. So I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow for Fun Friday. God bless.